In the split second Lana shifted her attention to the drying rack to slot in a washed plate, the stranger dropped over the yard fence. His weight thudded onto the grass, and she felt the impact in her chest. Her gaze whipped back to the window, and alarm burst from her. Cooper, she cried through the glass. But her blonde four-year-old son was crouching and filling the scoop of his yellow mini-digger with sand at the far end of the long lawn. She banged the pane, but only the stranger turned. He was wearing a child's mask that sat in the middle of his face. It was Snip the Squirrel, Cooper's favorite cartoon character. Trademark cheek-bulging smile and goggles barely containing bulbous eyes. But there was nothing comical about the man's scrawny physique, faded pink t-shirt riding up from his pot belly and close-fitting red shorts. The toothy rodent grin swiveled away before he slid a dirty polythene sack over Cooper. Lana heard her boy scream and shot to the back door. The new washing machine that had been delivered that morning was still blocking the way. She frantically squeezed past it. Cooper! She'd taken her eyes off him for only a few moments, but when she entered the sunny yard, there was no sign of her child. No, 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 this can't be happening. She bolted to where he'd been sitting and found the stranger's bare legs scrambling at the rotten, shoulder-height fence hidden by the tall border plants, the transparent sack containing Cooper dangling from his fist. She could see Cooper twisting inside. He was hoisted up and out of reach, and her panicked wail energized his. Her husband, Todd, was at work. Help! She hoped one of her neighbors would be in their yard. If she didn't act fast, the stranger would drop down to the private lane the other side. A guttural exclamation escaped her, and she restrained his ankle firmly with both hands and started trying to lug him back. He kicked at her, and the rubber sole of his dirty white deck shoe glanced Lana under her chin and then struck her full in the face. She didn't register the blows, but they forced her to release him. Lana grabbed his clammy calf and then slammed her body against his shoe to trap him there. Digging her nails in, she bit the skin above his heel. She heard him cry out, a high-pitched feminine screech, and clamped her teeth down as hard as she could. Get the fuck off me! There was surprise and outrage in his hissing voice. Lana could taste the sweat of his skin and the saltiness of his blood. She heaved hard at his ankle, and he howled and attempted to waggle his foot free. Clutching it, she hinged back on her heels, using all her weight to draw him back or dislocate his leg. She wanted to shout that she'd murder him before she'd let him take Cooper, but Lana wasn't about to loosen her teeth from the wound and chewed fiercely at it through his fine hairs. The aroma of his foot odor was in her nostrils, but she held him fast. Then the wooden fence shook, and she landed hard on her buttocks. He'd slid back into the yard. She was already on her feet as he rounded on her, his smiling squirrel mask askew on his red features, 
the sweat glistening in the sparse gray hair prickles on his scalp. Cooper was squealing inside the sack, but the stranger was holding the bunch top tightly shut. Instinct overrode everything else, and Lana flew at him, smacking her shoulder into his chest and locking her fingers onto the slippery polythene. She tried to wrench it from his palm, but even as she leaned away from him and his arm went straight, he wouldn't let go. Lana jerked it again, and this time the sack was prized from the stranger and thumped onto the lawn. But before she could open it, the stranger had reached inside and tugged Cooper out by his shirt collar. She caught hold of her son's ankles.